0: Hey everyone, happy Thrive Thursday. I want to start this off with I was super MIA last week just because I had so much going on and it really got the best of me. I was extremely anxious and depressed and my mental health was just not in a good place. So I took the week off and then this week I've been more motivated to make a new episode but I just found myself not liking what I had to say in my two previous attempts at making this week's episode. And I just put a lot of pressure on myself to, like, put something out there, but it just wasn't up to par with, like, what I wanted to say, and I couldn't find the words to verbalize it, so I'm just going in a completely different direction this time and doing something that doesn't involve researching much because I'm still a little bit burnt out, not fully 100% and school's kind of getting the best of me because I'm in a new semester but I feel like I always get to be this way around this time of year especially after the holiday season Um, the seasonal depression kind of really drives me I don't know away from being myself Which I'm sure happens with a lot of people and like daylight savings doesn't help when you get home from work and the sun's about to go down and you just don't see the sun all day. So anyway, we are going to talk about school nutrition, how I kind of got into it, what I do now in my current role, and where I want to see myself going in my future with my career. So I guess... First and foremost, um, school nutrition was never really something I considered doing when I was still an undergrad, because I feel like it wasn't really a very available option in the world of dietetics. I remember one class we had was community nutrition, and that was kind of like the only taste of public health or like being in a school setting that I got my entire four years, which stinks, because... I really did enjoy that short time with kids and creating a nutrition education plan for them um, and an intervention. But anyway, so I did that for undergrad, and my program was very clinically focused. Then I did my internship, which again was just all M and T. I feel like we had little blips of community service here and there, and then I had my pediatric rotation, which was really the bulk of my time with kids. So then I did my fellowship and knew I wanted to like help the community at that point because what I was doing was more so community-based, helping the hospital organization employees. But I knew that I wanted to help kids more so because they're more impressionable and I feel like there's a better likelihood that the different nutrition and health ideals that you instill in them, it's more likely that they're going to hopefully carry those ideals with them through life rather than adults that are set in their ways for X amount of years until you get to them. um, And they're just less willing to change. So after my fellowship, um, I didn't have a job until... I don't remember, I finished it in September of 2019, and I was really stressing over getting a job right off the bat, like any other fresh RD out in the world, Um, so I just kind of took whatever I could get my hands on, which you shouldn't do, you should really be a little bit picky, um, and don't be desperate when it comes to finding like your first dietitian job because I feel like that's what I did. I just jumped at whatever opportunity came my way and for that one, it was a staff relief dietitian and I knew in my heart that I despised clinical. It's just, if we don't mesh well, it's like toothpaste and orange juice, but I went ahead and said, hey, it's a paycheck, whatever, I'll just tough it out and I didn't even last a month. I was miserable to be quite frank. So quit the job and was looking again, and this was pre-COVID, so I was still living at home and really didn't know what I was gonna do, but I kind of made it a goal of mine to live in Philly. I just visited with my friends a couple years before that and really liked it and thought it was time for a change. I need to move away from home, Um, and at that point, I was quite the city person after just living in Manhattan. So I got a nutrition education job with the school district of Philadelphia. I was a contract worker and my main duties were teaching kids in kindergarten and fifth grade all about nutrition. So my kindergarten classes, we did an Eat the Alphabet program. Um, Our whole program was SNAP-Ed funded. So with my little babies, On a bi-weekly basis, I would go into the classrooms with them. I was at five different schools, and I would introduce them to two different fruits and vegetables each week that I was there. And we would go along with the order of the alphabet. So, for example, if we were doing the letters A and B, we would do apples and broccoli, do a story about them, and do a coloring activity the students would taste the different fruits and vegetables and the hope was that they would be exposing themselves to different foods and potentially would be able to tell their families about it um, and just foster an overall better understanding of nutrition and enjoyment of it and food Um, we also did like produce stands at the different schools so families could get lower priced produce which was good and sometimes the produce that we had in those classes lined up with the produce stands um, that we had and the foods that we offered there so I was kindergarten it was really fun we also did like yoga poses with them they were so cute I really miss being ambushed by like 20 kindergartners at a time when you walk into their classroom and they just treat you like a celebrity and say oh my god I love your hair and all that stuff it was always a great time and then my fifth graders were super interesting um. Again, I was at five schools for that as well. Uh, four schools, actually. There wasn't a fifth grade in one of them, or they were too rowdy for me to teach or whatever. But each month, I would go in there, and we'd focus on a different nutrition topic and tailor the recipe that we cooked together to go along with that. So, for example, for our calcium lesson, we talked about bones and building good bone strength by eating different calcium-rich foods. And then we made a black bean, sweet potato quesadilla, which had cheese in it. We talked about the benefits of dairy products that are high in calcium and non-dairy products like fortified soy milk, how those can strengthen your bones and whatnot, and why it's important for them to really pay attention to that at that period in their life because they're still building up to their peak bone mass. So that was a really rewarding job. Um, And I also kind of got into doing social media for our accounts, which was really fun. That's, like, really where my passion lies. I love content creation, clearly, because I'm doing this podcast, but that kind of got me thinking that I wanted more, and I I wanted to be at the forefront of school nutrition, and be careful what you wish for, because now I feel like I have it a little bit too much, and I'm really missing that education side that I loved in my Philly job. So, anyway, Uh, COVID hit, and I was working remotely through my Philly job for over a year, so we shifted gears real quick, and instead of just teaching K and 5th graders, we were teaching kindergarten through 8th grade virtually, and I helped my director formulate all these different lesson plans, slideshows that were appropriate for each age range that we taught. So we taught K through 2nd grade content third through fifth, and then sixth through eighth, Um, and it was a struggle because, you know, these kids had Zoom fatigue, essentially, and yeah, but we did the best with it that we could, so then this entire time I was working remotely, I was traveling between Philly at first, then I moved out of my apartment, then I was living in between Virginia with my boyfriend, and then back in New York with my parents, and every three weeks I would go back and forth eight hours, so it was a lot, and then um I started grad school in public health, and just, there's just been so many changes in my life over the last two or three years, it's kind of wild to reflect on as I'm talking about it now, but... I had been trying to find a job down in Virginia even before COVID. I went on one interview in February of 2020 at a nearby school district and didn't get it because I straight up told them I didn't know much about, like, school nutrition, which is valid because we didn't really get any chances to pursue it in undergrad. Um, yeah, so anyway, finally got a job interview um after applying for months on end this past summer I applied to I don't even know hundreds of jobs and got a handful of interviews and this one happened to be in the same city as my boyfriend and I got the job which was great but I didn't get it until after kind of following up with them because I had applied in the spring I didn't hear back from them for three months so it was just like crickets and then I figured let me just give it a shot I was so desperate at this point point. And I emailed the director and reminded her of my application. And then within like a week, I interviewed and had gotten it. So that was pretty insane. So that's kind of my story of how I got into my position. And now I guess I'll go into what exactly I do. Um, I feel like up until this past month, maybe, I was just kind of going through the motions of every day at work because I was kind of just thrown into it. I wasn't really given much of an orientation, which is understandable because we're going through staffing shortages. We also are going through a ton of different supply um, shortages. So many different products on our menu are shifting each and every day just because we just don't have the people out there in the factories and whatnot being able to produce them, um, and there's just been food shortages as a result. So we've had to get quite crafty. But it's been really difficult for me because getting thrown into a pandemic is anything but normal. So I don't really know how the normal functioning school years go when it comes to my role, but I feel like in the long run it's going to benefit me greatly just because if I can handle this, then hopefully if things ever go back, I mean, I'm sure they won't go 100% back to how they were pre COVID, but if things are to settle down a little bit more, I think I'll be able to tackle it just as well. So, Anyway, um, my job has a lot of different moving parts, but I guess some of the main things I do first off is I educate our different school managers that are the food service managers and the workers, like the food service workers below them on different food safety protocols um, and allergy management. I'm big on that. I communicate with all of the nurses in our school district. I create spreadsheets of all of our different products on the menu, which again changes like every single day. So I have a massive spreadsheet for breakfast and lunch and all the different top eight allergens that they contain and any other ingredients that the students might be allergic to are listed there. I plug all those students and their information in our food service point of service um, POS system. So when the kids are in the cafeteria lines getting lunch or breakfast from us, the food service workers when they're ringing them up on the cash register are notified of any dietary restrictions that they should be aware of. So nothing health-wise ensues. Um what else do I do? I make sure that our menus with my director. She's a dietitian as well, but we make sure that All of our menus are compliant with the USDA National School Breakfast and National School Lunch Program guidelines. So different grade ranges need a varied amount of our five different meal components that we offer. So grains, meat slash meat alternates, dairy, fruits and vegetables. Um, K through 8 students need a little bit less. And 9th through 12th grade need a little bit more, which makes sense because as you get older, and you're in your adolescence, you're required more calories as you grow and um, develop. So I do menu development, I do recipe development, Um, a lot of the products that we get in. I brainstorm with my team on different events that are coming up in the calendar year and see if we can make any recipes that are kind of appropriate for those times. So for example, National Nutrition Month is coming up and... Um, The theme this year is celebrating cultural diversity in food, so I've been trying to figure out different recipes that are menu compliant, that we can serve the kids, that also fit the foods that we're currently ordering for this school year, so it's kind of a struggle. And in addition, I just got into doing the social media for our different accounts, which is really fun, because like I said, I love doing that stuff. So I helped my coworker create an Instagram, a Twitter, and a Facebook. Maybe I'll drop those handles in here. I don't know. It's just, like, fun to get creative with things, and it's my way of de-stressing, I guess, at work. If things are too much of number crunching and spreadsheets after, like, six hours, I take a couple hours at the end of the day and just unwind with creating something through Canva or Instagram Reels or whatever it may be, so that's always fun. Allergy management, like I said, is a super important thing that I got experience with in the hospital settings, but it's, like, really important to hone in on that with the nurses and make sure everyone's up to date with documentation. And, you know, sometimes students outgrow their allergies or develop new ones, so that's always something you have to watch out for. I've had a couple conversations with parents um, in the beginning of the year in terms of, special dietary needs that they need like some kids have issues with eating like solid food so they need them cut up or whatever different modifications can be made like that um and we work together to see what the most appropriate plan is Uh, i'm drawing a blank for some reason oh i've also done we have a review next year every three years we get reviewed um by the state and we have to do a menu nutrient analysis. So essentially what I've done over the last month or two, it's been super tedious and time-consuming, is of our 33 schools that we oversee in the food and nutrition services department, I examined nine of them and I looked through all their production sheets. So essentially a production sheet is what a food service team at a school does every single day. It details what was served on the menu that day how much of uh, each portion size, how much of it contributes to the meal pattern for the week, how many servings were planned, how many servings were served, the temperature checks of each of them to make sure that they're in the um, proper temperature range or not in the temperature danger zone. So production sheets I was examining like crazy. It was nine schools. And I had six spreadsheets for each school. So I was looking at 54 different spreadsheets. I finally finished today after like two straight months of it. So that was like exhausting on my eyeballs. But anyway, that kind of gives you an idea of how well the schools are meeting the meal patterns for the breakfast and lunch programs. And since we're being reviewed next year, it kind of gives us a sense of like what we need to work on, what's working, and how we can progress further and make sure that our menus are more compliant. Again, this year, it's been a struggle with different product shortages, so people have had to make so many substitutions with our regular menu items. So for a lot of the um, nutrient analysis I did on the menus, they weren't compliant just because of the nature of the situation that we're currently in. So I'm hoping that things get better um, and we can be more compliant overall as a menu and a organization. So that's a little bit about my current role. It's always changing, and I'm also going to a School Nutrition Association conference held in the city I'm living in. It's a statewide thing in Virginia, which is really cool. I'm looking forward to that, to be able to kind of learn more. Because really, I've kind of been my own resource, minus this one girl who had my position previous to me. She's been a lifesaver. I text her and ask her different questions. Um, So I've really had to depend on her, but mostly myself as well, um, and ask a ton of questions. Even if I think it's stupid, I go to my director and ask her the dumbest things, but I want to make sure that I'm doing a good job. And this week, I was also asked to be on the school health advisory board. So I think I'm going to be collaborating with different, like, spokespeople for the district or like maybe like health and wellness teachers and whatnot and my director they're all on this little board that meets every couple months each year um to decide on like different school wellness policies so I just got invited to do that which I'm looking forward to and I do different events as well like national school milk day was back in September so we had an event all about that promoting milk consumption throughout some schools um Yeah, National Nutrition Month's coming up. We have Valentine's Day. We have um, Lunar New Year coming up. Year of the Tiger. We have just so many different things coming up that I always have to be on my A-game when it comes to finding recipes and standardizing them, sending them out to our managers so that they can communicate it to their workers and making sure that everything is produced properly and safely for the students to consume. Lastly, um, a part of my job that I didn't expect to ever have to do again is I have been asked to work in the school cafeteria quite a few times and be a lunch lady and serve the students the food that I help kind of formulate with our meal pattern, which has been kind of like a really interesting and cool full circle experience because so many of my jobs before earning my degree were in food service in college um, and over the summer. So it was really funny being back in a hairnet and non-slip shoes recently. But yeah, that just is the nature of where we are right now and being so understaffed. Um, sometimes you really have to step up to different duties that are not necessarily in your job description. I just thought of one other thing. I don't know why I this slipped my mind because I do it like every week, but I help my director also interview um, people that are looking to be substitute food service workers in our organization. So that's been really cool because I never had really exposure to um, interviewing people for a job. So it's really good to work on those skills, I guess, as well. So that's really me in a nutshell with this job. My position right now is nutrition education coordinator. Again, I feel like I'm really heavily focused on the food service aspect of the job right now. I'm not really doing much education of like students. It's more so educating the nurses or the food service workers or the parents or my coworkers on my team if needed on different meal component things or allergies or whatever it may be, food safety. Um but I hope with COVID eventually I can go into schools and maybe do more nutrition education cuz that's where my heart really is. Um So with that being said, I know I'm not going to be in this role forever because I'm not going to be in Virginia forever. So when I do finally move out of here, I really hope, and after I earn my uh, master's in public health, my goal is to really try and find a job where it's kind of a mix of my Philly job and this current role and educating students. I really want to stay in a school setting or an academic setting so it'd be awesome to not run the food and nutrition services program of a school because I feel like that's just too businessy for me and I want to have contact with the students so it'd be awesome to like be a nutrition educator again I loved doing that or like run a nutrition education program um that's kind of what my old boss did she was the she oversaw me and my team in Philly which was great And she also filled in sometimes and taught kids as well and helped develop materials and whatnot. Um, Or so if I can get into a school district, that'd be awesome. But if not, I'm also very interested in maybe pursuing like a college wellness dietitian position. I had an interview for that as well over the summer, and that would really pique my interest, I think, too. Um, doing different wellness events around campus and whatnot and working on allergies and food intolerances in the dining halls is big I know one of my professors did that in undergrad and she was like a major help and we had such a wider variety of dining hall foods than my sister's campus did in terms of like food allergies and whatnot there are so many more options for students with food allergies so that was great I would love to be part of that Or even, I'm considering becoming a professor, but I don't know how much I would actually enjoy that, but I just love learning and teaching, and those are kind of my top three aspirations, I guess, moving forward. Um, I honestly can't see myself anywhere else than in, like, a school setting. I've always been big on learning and expanding my horizons and my knowledge and helping others understand things, so I think that's where I'm leaning toward, but Hopefully, if you're considering school nutrition, this gave you a better idea of what exactly it entails because you don't want to go into it blindly like I did. Um, So, yeah, if you have any questions about what I do or found this interesting, let me know. All right. Until next time. Bye, guys.